threw in to assist in subduing the patient's obstinacy as hannibal used vinegar in cutting his way through rocks it was not in human nature to endure this flood of commonplace eloquence in silence and jingden whether desirous of stopping the flow of words crammed thus into his ear against the stomach of his sense or whether confiding in ritchie's protestations of friendship which the wretched says fielding are ever so ready to believe or whether merely to give his sorrows vent in words raised his head and turning his red and swollen eyes to ritchie cock's man only hold thy tongue and thou shalt know all about it and that all i ask of thee is to shake hands and part this margaret ramsay you have seen her man once said ritchie once at master george harriet's in lombard street i was in the room when they dined ay you helped to shift their trenchers i remember said jenvin well that same pretty girl and i will uphold her the prettiest betwixt paul's and the bar she is to be wedded to your lord glenvarlock with a pestilence on him that is impossible said ritchie it is raving nonsense man they make april gowks of you cockneys every month in the year the lord glenvarlock married the daughter of a lunnon mechanic i would as soon believe the great prester john would marry the daughter of a jew packman hark ye brother said jinvin i will allow no one to speak disregardfully of the city for all i am in trouble i crave your pardon man i meant no offence said ritchie but as to the marriage it is a thing simply impossible it is a thing that will take place though for the duke and the prince and all of them have a finger in it and especially the old fool of a king that makes her out to be some great woman in her own country as all the scots pretend to be you know master vincent but that you are under affliction said the consoler offended on his part i would hear no national reflections the afflicted youth apologized in his turns but asserted it was true that the king said pega ramsay was some far-off sort of noble woman and that he had taken a great interest in the match and had run about like an old gander cackling about peggy ever since he had seen her in hose and doublet and no wonder added poor vin with a deep sigh this may be all true said ritchie though it sounds strange in my ears but man you should not speak evil of dignities curse not the king jenkin not even in thy bedchamber stone walls of ears no one has a right to know better than i i do not curse the foolish old man said jenkin but i would have them carry things a peg lower if they were to see on a plain field thirty thousand such pikes as i have seen in the artillery gardens it would not be their long-haired courtiers would help them i trow hout hout man said ritchie mind where the stewards come frae and never think they want spears or claymores either but leaving sick matters whilk are perilous to speak on i say once more what is your concern in all this matter what is it said jenkin why have i not fixed on pega ramsay to be my true love from the day i came to her old father's shop and have i not carried her pattens and her chopins for three years and borne her prayer-book to church and brushed the cushion for her to kneel down upon and did she ever say me nay i see no cause she had said ritchie if the like of such small services were all that you proffered ah man there are few very few either of fools or of wise men can how to guide a woman why did i not serve her at the risk of my freedom and very nigh at the risk of my neck did she not no it was not her neither but that accursed beldam whom she caused to work upon me persuade me like a fool to turn myself into a waterman to help my lord and upleg to him down to scotland and instead of going peaceably down to the ship at gravesend did not he rant and bully and show his pistols and make me land him at greenwich where he played some swaggering pranks that helped both him and me into the tower ah said ritchie throwing more than his usual wisdom into his looks so you were the green-jacketed waterman that rode lord glenvarlock down the river the more fool i that did not souse him in the thames said jenkin and i was the lad who would not confess one word of who and what i was though they threatened to make me hug the duke of exeter's daughter 
well is she man said richie she must be an ill-fashioned piece if you're so much afraid of her and she come of such high kin i mean the rack the rack man said jenkin where were you bred that never heard of the duke of exeter's daughter but all the dukes and duchesses in england could have got nothing out of me so the truth came out some other way and i was set free home i ran thinking myself one of the cleverest and happiest fellows in the ward and she 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 wanted to pay me with money for all my true service and she spoke so sweetly and so coldly at the same time i wished myself in the deepest dungeon of the tower i wished they had racked me to death before i heard this scottish man was to joust me out of my sweetheart but are ye sure ye have lost her said richie sounds strange in my ears that my lord glenvarlock should marry the daughter of a dealer though there are uncouth marriages made in london i'll allow that why i tell you this lord was no sooner clear of the tower than he and master george here comes to make proposals for her with the king's assent and what not and find fair day prospects of court favour for this lord for he hath not an acre of land well and what said the old watchmaker said richie was he not as might wheel beseem him ready to loop out of his skin case for very joy he multiplied six figures progressively and reported the product then gave his consent and what did you do i rushed into the streets said the poor lad with a burning heart and a bloodshot eye and where did i first find myself but with that beldam mother subtle chop and what did she propose to me but to take the road take the road man in what sense said richie even as a clerk to st nicholas as a highwayman like poins and pedo and the good fellows in the play and who think you was to be my captain for as she had the whole out here i could speak to her i fancy she took silence for consent and thought me damned too unutterably to have one thought left that savoured of redemption who was to be my captain but the knave that you saw me cudgel at the ordinary when you waited on lord glenvarlock a cowardly sharking thievish bully about town here whom they call colepepper colepepper hump i know somewhat of that smake said richie can ye by ony chance where he may be heard of master jenkin ye wad do me a sincere service to tell me why he lives something obscurely answered the apprentice on account of suspicion of some villainy i believe that horrid murder in whitefriars or some such matter but i might have heard all about him from dame subtlejub for she spoke of my meeting him at enfield chase with some other good fellows to do a robbery on one that goes northward with a store of treasure and you did not agree to this fine project said Monopolis i cursed her for a hag and came away about my business answered jenkin ay and what said she to that man that would startle her said richie not a whit she laughed and said she was in jest answered jenkin but i know the she-devil's jest from her earnest too well to be taken in that way but she knows i would never betray her betray her no replied richie but are ye in any shape bound to this berkey peppercall or colepepper or whatever they call him that ye should let him do a robbery on the honest gentleman that is travelling to the north it may be a kindly scot for what we know i going home with a load of english money said jenkin but be he who he will they may rob the whole world and they list for i am robbed and ruined richie filled his friend's cup up to the brim and insisted that he should drink what he called clean cough out this love he said is but a barrenly matter for a brisk young fellow like yourself master jenkin and if ye must needs have a whimsy though i think it would be safer to venture on a staid womanly body why here be as bonny lasses in london as this peg ramsay you need not sigh say deeply for it is very true there is as good fish in the sea as ever came out of it now wherefore should you who are as brisk and trig a young fellow of your inches as the sun needs to shine on wherefore need you sit moping this way and not try some bold way to better your fortune i tell you master manipulis said jenkinham as poor as any scot among you i broke my indenture and i think of running my country a well-a-day said richie but that mauna be man i can wheel by sad experience that 
corded takes away pit and the man sits full still that has a rent in his breeks but courage man you have served me heretofore and i will serve you now if you will but bring me to speech of this same captain it will be the best day's work you ever did i guess where you are master richard you would save your countryman's long purse said jenkin i cannot see how that should advantage me but i reck not if i should bear a hand i hate that braggart that bloody-minded cowardly bully if you can get me mounted i care not if i show you where the dame told me i should meet him but you must stand to the risk for though he is a coward himself i know he will have more than one stout fellow with him we'll have a warrant man said richie and the hue and cry to boot we will have no such thing said jenkin if i'm to go with you i'm not the lad to betray any one to the harman beck you must do it by manhood if i'm to go with you i'm sworn to cutter's law and will sell no man's blood a wheel said richie a wilful man must have his way he must think that i was born and bred where cracked crowns were plentier than whole ones besides i have two noble friends here master lowstall of the temple and his cousin master ringwood that would blithely be of so gallant a party lowstuff and ringwood said jenkin they are both brave gallants they will be sure company know you where they are to be found i marry do i replied richie they are fast at the cards and dice till the small hours i warrant them they are gentlemen of trust and honour said jenkin and if they advise it i will try the adventure go try if you can bring them hither since you have so much to say with them we must not be seen abroad together i know not how it is master Manipolis, continued he as his countenance brightened up and while in his turn he filled the cups but i feel my heart something lighter since i have thought of this matter thus it is to have counsellors master jenkins said richie and truly i hope to hear you say that your heart is as light as a lavrock's and that before you are many days older never smile and shake your head but mind what i tell you and bide here in the meanwhile till i go to seek these gallants i warrant you cart-ropes would not hold them back from such a ploy as i shall propose to them End of chapter thirty five